0: You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and D.C. Lucchese.
1: This is the time of the year that we all love. The cold finally breaks, but the heat hasn't overtaken us. Of course, it's a great time to run, but it's also a great time to enjoy patio dining at our favorite restaurant or brewery. And that means we better get running or we'll start packing on a few pounds. It doesn't have to be that way though. Matt Dengler of RxRD Nutrition is here to help us honest in our meals with fresh in-season choices that don't crash our diets. Welcome to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Matt. How you doing? Hey, hey, Tim. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. D.C. Lucchese, how you doing, my friend? Still well, man. Still well.
0: All good. All
1: right. All right. So uh, springtime, you want to get rid of that extra little uh, weight, get uh, ready for the beach, drop a few pounds, get in shape. Uh, what, what's, what's going on this spring? What do you see most? Is there anything one clients are saying, one thing that clients are saying over and over that you're hearing?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Well, thanks again, guys, for having me on here. I love coming on here to talk nutrition with, especially with, uh, with you guys, but also your clientele with the fitness crew in Charlotte and beyond. Um, yeah, for sure. Right. Like, of course, we're still in an interesting time when it comes to the pandemic and, and COVID, uh, and, you know, whether gyms are open, not open, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, you know, uh, whatever, sometime, you know, just getting to the gym itself and being outside itself to exercise is a big obstacle. And now we throw in the fact that there's a pandemic and being around people and wearing a mask and all that stuff. You know, I, I think that's been the biggest change this year for me is, is throwing those wrenches into an already difficult situation of like getting, you know, Uh, getting up and exercising and moving around. Um, So, you know, wherever your stance is on that, you know, obviously that's not, that's probably for another podcast. Uh, (laughs) Um, But uh, regardless, uh, you know, obviously we got to get you, get you up moving around. Of course, as, as it gets nicer out, that tends to be a little bit easier. We've got longer days. um, Sun is out a little bit longer and it's, you know, it's a great time to get outside to, for your exercise, instead of you know trying to battle the brutal cold and, and things like that so um you know that, i think i think that tends to be the biggest thing that i've noticed certainly this time of the year uh is is you know we we get a little bit more motivation to get moving and get going um and and certainly i know we'll start talking about some foods and nutrition and healthy foods but um you know i think the first step is getting getting up getting moving enjoying that nice weather enjoying the, the warm weather uh, and, and having fun with whatever you do. And, you know, with, with exercise, that's the biggest thing, you know, people ask me, what's the best thing to do? Well, the best thing to do is a thing that you actually like to do. Right. Uh, cause then you will actually <laughs> yeah, continue right. to do it. Right. you got yeah. to stick to, you have to stick to a regimen or a program, something that you enjoy doing and you will continue to do it you know, if, if you're really, really dragging out and, and really like, gosh, I hate this, it's not going to last. Right. So get, get, get to do, uh, get doing something that you like, get somebody to do it with, right. Like the accountability buddy, that's always yeah. the best way to kind of, you know, find somebody, find a class, find a crew, you know, find a group, find a park, you know, to do all this stuff in and, you know, you're more likely mm-hmm. to stick with it, especially as the weather gets nicer.
1: Well, and then, yeah. you know, Jim's, gyms are opening back up now. And, um, you know, there are so many yeah. groups out there, whether it's, you know, some of the paid groups or you get a FIA or F3. If for those of you who don't know what that is, females in, in action, I think it is. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. F3 are for the men. Uh, they typically meet at like Oh, dark 30, 3530 yeah. in the morning, I think. And it's yep. a 45 minute workout and, uh, great camaraderie, but you know, there's so many different options for us. And, You know, the thing I like about the spring mat is that if I don't get a run in in the morning, it's still not too hot in the afternoon to where I I can't get out and run. So I I do enjoy afternoon running this time of year because, you know, you still get some 50s and 60s and you go out and you run and, and you're not coming back, you know, dehydrated and sweaty. So lots of different choices out there for exercise. And, and I agree with you, you know, if you don't like it, it's not going to last. I mean, it, it, that's not going to change. I, I try to get my son to run and he's like, I just hate running. I don't like, I don't enjoy it. So, all right, we'll find something you do enjoy, you know? So, right. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, right. the other, the other thing I noticed too, is uh, you know, the farmer's markets are getting ready to open fruit stands. You get more, more fruits mm-hmm. and vegetables, Uh, give us some direction on that. What are some good things to pick up that are, that are packed with vitamins and nutrients and, and affordable and easy to prepare. Give us some direction on that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So this is a great time of the year for, uh, our area for the dark leafy greens, the really, really, uh, good stuff that are rich, high vitamins and minerals, vitamin K, vitamin A's, vitamin C, right? All of those things are gonna be, they're gonna be chock full of uh, uh, these vitamins and minerals in these dark leafy greens. So when we're talking April, May, June, um, some of these are gonna be in in specifically in North Carolina that is ripe for us is asparagus. We've got broccoli. Um, Cabbage is gonna be coming out uh, pretty soon here. Green peas, we are deep in the greens season. Uh, mm-hmm. the, um, we've got, uh, kale is coming up, let uh, we're hitting the lettuce season right now as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we, if we keep kind of uh, uh, digging a little bit deeper, we got snow peas and spinach. We're kind of on the, getting closer to the tail end of the spinach. And then fruits and sweet potatoes for us. Luckily for us in our areas, like kind of yeah. all year round, uh, turnips. Um, we're getting close to zucchini season. Um, and then you know, really right now, it's it's not many fruits yet. Uh, but strawberries. Mm-hmm. We're getting you know uh, uh, a little plug for the peach stand down in uh, South Carolina. There, they've got some of the best the best strawberries you'll ever taste. Uh, so it's worth a, if you're around the area go down to the peach stand in South Carolina. They pick up some, some of those, um, it, does, it doesn't look like much as a gas station, but that's all you need. They got the best, they got the best strawberries around. I'm telling you, it's worth the drive. Um, so yeah. And then, and then once we yeah. kind of hit later that May, June, July, mm-hmm. that's when we start picking up those, uh, blackberries, those blueberries, um, things like that. So, uh, yeah, right now, great time to start getting those dark leafy greens and really, I mean, Hey, I'd be plugging that year around. Uh, we should be getting that stuff all the time. But if we're talking, you know, where can we get some good, fresh North Carolina uh, veggies? Yeah, hit those farmer's markets and look for those dark leafy greens right now because they are in season. You know, and especially with price, too. You know, you're going to you're going to you can't find a better price, especially if it's in season um, at those farmer's markets. So and, and of course, uh, let's support those small businesses, too.
0: Yeah, Roger Stay that, man. Into that. Roger that. I didn't know. I noticed that you left out blueberry muffin season, but I'm sure that comes <laughs> up a little bit later. That's um, year
2: <laughs> round. That's year <laughs> round.
0: Exactly. That is a year round a year round gig. Um, but the fresher the better, right? Of course. Correct. Um, and and one of related to all of that. I mean, you know, you, know, you can't deny yourself all the time. You got to you know keep it up in there. Uh, we did a story with you earlier on our run Charlotte guide about guilt-free snacks. Uh, you know, and and it's not what you think. It's not a bag of carrot sticks. Uh, tell us a little, a little bit about that, about how I can incorporate, uh, this time of year, like you said, more daylight, more activity. I'm going to be more hungry. How can I incorporate healthier snacking into my daily activities?
2: Yeah, I, i I strongly promote snacking throughout the day. And I know it's kind of a taboo thing, right? Because when we think of snacks, mm-hmm. we think of the bag of chips, right? And that's not what I'm necessarily <laughs> talking about, right? We're talking healthier yeah. snacks throughout the day. Because what's, what that's yeah. going to ultimately do is, is kind of curb that hunger so you're not going into that next meal starving, right? Where you're going, yeah. going, oh, man, I could eat you know, the entire thing. And now your eyes become bigger than your stomach kind of thing. Um, you know, that's, we're trying to curtail that a little bit. So if we can get you some good snacks throughout the day, you know, and time it right every two, three ish hours, you should be having something just to satisfy that, that food craving, because what's ultimately going to happen is you're going to, you know, if you got to be proactive, not reactive when it comes to your hunger, just like your thirst, right? If you are hungry, just like if you are thirsty, it's already too late, right? Right. We we are now getting into that like that mode of that hangriness starts settling in and we've oh, all yeah kind of man. been there right yeah uh, and then it's like I don't care what this is I don't care where it came from I want it now right and that's when we start hitting yeah. up those vending machines the drive-throughs the convenient foods and again nothing wrong with that all you know you know every now and then but we don't that doesn't necessarily be something that we want to do all the time right man. that that moment we get into that wing it phase oh yeah I'll figure it out I'll wing it and you know, I'll figure out what dinner is right. right? That's when we get into a little bit of trouble. So, you know, we definitely want to start Mm -hmm. promoting some healthier snacking throughout the day. And so when I say healthy, that means think about carbs, fats, and proteins that should be represented on your plate for every meal and every snack. So if you're just having a banana, okay, that's fine. That's your carbohydrate source. What can we add with that? to make it a little bit healthier, but also represent more of those macronutrients, get a few more calories and satiate you a little bit longer. So you're not hungry again in about a half hour, right? So add a little peanut butter, a little almond butter, some, you know, some nuts, something like that. Um, You know, add a little like um, some Greek yogurt, some cottage cheese with some blueberries or something, right? We're gonna start pulling in all of those different macronutrients. Again, that's gonna satiate for longer, but ultimately you're gonna get more Mm -hmm. vitamins and minerals, And then you're going to feel better as far as energy levels and and how you feel throughout the day. Cause we've all felt that three Mm o'clock, you know, like that crash, you know, that cup of coffee, whatever feeling I'm telling you, if you get enough calories throughout the day, you're not going to know what that is. Right. And so, you know, it's the crash is you not getting enough calories, um, or you're getting some of the wrong calories in the wrong balance. And so you're just getting your blood sugar way up and then you crash down, Right. We, you know, again, we've all been there, but we can avoid those things by getting those snacks in.
0: Yeah. So you're saying eating an entire bushel of blueberries is probably not a balanced (laughs) snack, but, but I can, but I can temper that with some other things to make it a a longer lasting item.
2: (laughs) Correct. Yeah. As much as you probably want to. Yeah. We got to say when, Uh, and then uh, for sure. Yeah. Portion, of course, um, but then, yeah, yeah, compare, you know, because what those carbohydrates are going to do, they're going to increase mm-hmm. your, your blood sugar. We can kind yeah. of combat some of that stuff with some proteins and fats so it doesn't have such a huge spike.
0: Yeah. Well, what are some ways that you can, you know, if you're in that cycle of, you know, high and low and high and low and high and low, uh, what are some ways you can kind of or can you reprogram your body to? have a more even energy flow throughout the day.
2: Yeah, good question. Yeah. And that and that I think you nailed it there with even energy flow throughout the day. We do not want to be on that roller coaster <laughs> ride of ups and downs, ups and downs. Uh, it's just not going to make you feel that good. And then, you know, and, that, and then we start we start hitting those lows and then we grab that extra cup of coffee. And really it's, that's a band aid, mm-hmm. right? We need to get more, yeah. more calories in. So uh, again, good steady flow is every two to three hours, try to start thinking about what those things are. And, and again, we've touched on this earlier, but prep, right? We got to stay prepped. You should basically mm-hmm. know what you're going to be having in that next <laughs> snack or meal, if you don't right, that is an, that's a window of opportunity for you, right? You should be thinking about and planning this out either the day before the night before, if you've got time in the morning, do it in the morning, but don't wait because we all know how those mornings get, you know, you think you got a block of time. The next thing you know, and you're, you're rushing out the door and <laughs> totally forgot everything. You know? yeah, right. So, so you usually oftentimes have some, you you also have some time at night oftentimes. So mm take your time, plan it out the night before and have things ready to go. So then the next day you're not scrambling and you can start grabbing stuff. Uh, because like you said, if not, then you're gonna start hitting those highs and lows. And really we wanna be steady. And so carbs, fats, proteins at every meal and snack and have a plan on what that's gonna be.
0: A oh, plan, I like that. What's your snack plan, Tim?
1: My snack plan, <laughs> you know, here's here's the thing and I'll, I'll pose it as a question for Matt. Whenever I eat a meal, I have a craving for sugar, whether it's chocolate or candy or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that. Is that common? And how do I get rid of that? How do I substitute something that might be a little healthier that would that would satisfy that craving? Or is it just a bad habit that I have?
2: No, it's not a habit. That's a real food craving. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and you are definitely not alone, right? We all kind of are in that boat. Uh, oftentimes, in my experience, what I found is that it's either a lack of calories throughout the day for the person. Because what I typically see is people say it at mm. night, right? Like they act that after dinner yep. sweets craving. I just want something, a chocolate, something like that that's going to curb that that intense craving. What I found is that if we can get you enough calories, kind of going back to what I was talking about earlier, if we can get you enough calories throughout the day, then you're oftentimes after dinner, you're like, you know what? I'm actually pretty good. I, I don't actually need anything. Um, and, and, and why we also have that as well is that after dinner, we're finally relaxed, right? Uh, you know, all your jobs for, you know, your work is usually done. The kids are in bed, you've cooked, cleaned, you know, you're finally sitting on the couch for a moment and now you're finally, your body's finally going, Hey, we probably didn't get enough calories today. And so now your craving is let's get something quick, easy. It's going to be, it's going to taste good and provide us those carbohydrates and calories that we didn't get throughout the day. And we don't want it to be major. We don't have to be this huge meal. We just want something quick, easy, and tastes mm-hmm. good and it's fun. And that's where that brain kind of starts getting into that sweets area. So if we can get you enough Oreo cookies. and calories, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if we can get you enough calories and protein Ice throughout the day, bars. you're going to be probably pretty good, but not, you know, and I'm, I'm certainly not going to sit yeah. here and say you can't ever do something. Right. Yeah. But again, have a plan, limit the portion, right. And, and really enjoy it and satisfy it. Don't grab the whole bag of chocolate, you know, M&Ms, you know, just grab, you know, a few of them, a small handful or whatever to limit your portion of that. Um, And, and, and again, cause that's a lot of carbohydrates that you are taking in at the end of the day, when most of your exercise moving around is already completed. Now you're about to go to bed for six, seven, eight hours. You know, that's going to ultimately be stored as fat in the body. So limit those things, not to say you can't ever have them, but just limit them. But what we can do to avoid some of those cravings are getting enough calories throughout the day and getting enough protein.
1: So one one thing that I hear you say over and over again is calories. You got to have enough. Obviously, you don't want to have too much. Um, what I what I see is a is a challenge. I know for me and probably for a lot of our listeners is trying to figure out how many calories. So so I go to eat something. How many how many calories was that? It, it's either in a it comes in a package that may not have the label on it or it comes in a package and you look at it and it says oh this only has 100 calories and what they didn't read was there's three servings per container and they <laughs> ate the whole container thinking they just ate 300 calories yep. when in fact they ate 300 calories that right is... so to your point about prepping and and planning All of that takes time and effort, but it's also measuring and making sure that, hey, if I'm going to have some pasta for dinner, I'm not going to have three cups of pasta. I'm going to have a half a cup of pasta or whatever the right portion is, right? So how how do we, how, how do we overcome that objection that people are going to say man i just don't have time to do that you know i get home i throw some spaghetti in the pan i, I throw a little hamburger in I, it's lean ground beef and then i put some spaghetti sauce on it and, and i'm good to go i got a helping the spaghetti but we didn't measure and plan and prepare ahead of time so how, how do we get around that
2: yeah yeah really good question and you know i i think with everything with nutrition right there's a lot of things it's the reason why america is so obese right and it has to do with the two major things in my professional opinion is sugar sweetened beverages and portions right we've got a portion distortion issue in this country for sure and that really stems from our expectations when we go out to eat right when we go out to eat you go to an Italian restaurant. To your point with a spaghetti, right? If they gave you a true serving of spaghetti at an Italian restaurant, you'd be like, "Dude, where's the rest of my food? I, I paid for the adult version, you know, like, you know, <laughs> ah, and, you know, yeah, I don't <laughs> get the kids' meal, right? Uh, because your your expectations be this monster round plate full of of pasta, um, and you know, and that's that's our expectations when we dine out, and oftentimes that carries over when we're home. Uh, so to your point, of course, you know, like a food scale, of course, is going to be the the most accurate way for you to do that, but you don't ever have to get one, use one. They are, you know, they can be tedious and, you know, can be um, difficult for those who have uh, eating sort of behaviors and eating sort of tendencies in their past. Um, so you definitely don't need to do that because the numbers can be overwhelming, but you can use portion control with a few different things. Like there's a lot of household, household item things that you can compare things to. Like a baseball is like a cup, a tennis ball is like a cup, Um, you know, like a deck of cards is going to be like a serving of meat, which is around three ounces, Um, you know, uh, uh, like a die, like, you know, um, uh, is like, you know, something like a serving of fat, like a a domino is going to be like a serving of cheese. So there are some like things that you can compare. Also, your hand is a good way to compare portions. If you do like a fist, that's about a cup. Um, You know, if you did like the palm of your hand, that's going to be about a serving of meat. So, you know, you can kind of eyeball it. It doesn't have to be, you know, perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just want to be consistent. Uh, and, and just watch your portions there. And and, th- and to your point about the, the labeling laws and stuff, they are making that change finally. To, so it's not so deceptive towards the consumer, like you said, where it's like, you know, you get the, that single serving bag of chips, that fun size bag of chips, and it's like 100 calories, but really there's three servings in there. They're doing away with that um, because they're trying to make it more <laughs> lifelike, yeah. like how you would actually consume. The yeah. other one would be like, you know, your your Coca-Cola's or your Gatorade's right where it's like, you know, you take one Gatorade and it's like two and a half servings. You're like, what do you t- Who eats this in two You know, drinks this in two and a half servings? No, 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 no. Like they did that on purpose. So their calorie number and sugar numbers didn't look so high. But but yeah, they are doing away with that. So now it's going to be more realistic.
1: Yeah. And so um, 2000 calories a day is kind of a a benchmark, a a common number that people use. I'm sure some probably need more and some need less. And, you know, if you go out and exercise, you're going to bump that up by how many calories you burn. But what you want is kind of a net zero at the end of the day, right? I took in 2,500 calories. I spent twenty five hundred calories. Talk to us a little bit about calorie burn through the day. What we need, and uh, we can we can get us through here.
2: Yeah, really good question, and that is a uh, great segue to what I do for a living, Tim. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's literally what I do. So we'll we'll come in and figure all that stuff out for you because everyone's so different. It's so hard for me to sit here and say, Tim, you need this. DC, you need this. I need this. It, it, there's no general blanket for every single one. And that's why some of those diets that you read about the fad diets, you know, all of that stuff's so difficult because they're making one claim for every single person. And that's not everyone's different. Everyone's metabolism is different. Everyone's goals are different. Right. You know, and I, I think I think, you know, the 2000 calories, a general good template you know that the government put out as far as like calories consumed per day you know yeah. but i think it comes down to your goals as well right if you're trying to lose weight well then you got to be taking in less than what you expend per day right you need to be in a caloric deficit if you are you will lose weight if you're not you won't right and it becomes it's really that simple <laughs> <laughs> there's
0: there's some Thanks math for for you right there for
1: us, that, That's, <laughs> it, it, uh, let me get this straight yeah. if i take in more calories than i spend i'm going to gain weight
2: there you go i'll I'll send you your nutrition degree in the mail right now you
1: got it wow (laughs)
0: what what he's angling at matt is tim is trying to get you to say that an excellent plan is dessert first and i don't
1: think you're gonna go there
2: Now, that's such a good point is that it's not ultimately <laughs> calorie in, calorie out, right? The quality of the calorie definitely matters. Yeah. You know, 400 calories of a bag of Skittles is a lot different than a baked potato and some a steak and some green beans, right? Like, way different yeah. when it comes to vitamins and minerals and how your body mm-hmm. ultimately reacts and feels because that's the other thing, too. It doesn't come just down to calories in calories out because how you feel and how you react to your meals, snacks and foods and food timings are going to be way different depending on what you take in. Again, you take in a whole bag of Skittles, that's not going to fill you up. You had a ton of calories, but it's not going to do anything to hunger levels, how you feel, how your body reacts, how you perform, you know, the whole rest of the day. And you might've already eclipsed your calories because you had a bunch of candy. And, and so that's, You know, between that and alcohol and soda and sugar, you know, all that stuff, that's where we can get in a lot of trouble because it doesn't do much to your over, it doesn't satiate you like a real meal would. There you go. Always
1: always a pleasure. And and the one thing I'll I'll repeat that you said, and I've, I've asked this question of you before, kind of the lowest hanging fruit from the tree, so to speak, is... Sweetened. sweetened soft drinks, right? Like if mm-hmm. if somebody mm-hmm. says, "All right, give me the give me the first step in all of this, and just let me try to yeah. accomplish that. Get rid of the sweetened soft drinks, and uh, and that that'll do a world of good, right?"
2: Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent portions and sugar sweetened beverages.
1: Portion distortion, Matt. I love Dinkler.
2: it. I wrote it RSRD. down. I <laughs> love that. <laughs>
1: Matt, thank you so much. We look forward to having you again soon.
2: Looking forward to it, guys. Have a great rest of your day. Right, Thanks, brother. brother. See ya.
0: The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is available at runcharlotte.com. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners produced in partnership with well-run media and marketing new episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts